0: chapter 1 of the gospel according to luke american standard version this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information and to find out how you can volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by sam stinson by hisfaith.com chapter 1 for as much as many have taken in hand to draw up a narrative concerning those matters which have been fulfilled among us even as they delivered them unto us who from the beginning were witnesses and ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also, having traced the course of all things accurately from the first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty concerning the things wherein thou wast instructed. There was in the days of Herod, king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abijah, and he had a wife of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. Now it came to pass, while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to enter into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the hour of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zacharias was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, because thy supplication is heard, and thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall drink no wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn unto the Lord their God, and he shall go before his face in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient, to walk in the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared for him. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak unto thee, and to bring thee these good tidings. And behold, thou shalt be silent, and not able to speak, until the day that these things shall come to pass, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they marveled while he tarried in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, and he continued making signs unto them, and remained dumb. And it came to pass, when the days of his ministration were fulfilled, he departed unto his house. And after these days Elizabeth his wife conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord done unto me, in the days wherein he looked upon me, to take away my reproach among men. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this might be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob for ever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. Wherefore also the holy thing which is begotten shall be called the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, thy kinswoman, she also hath conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her that was called barren. For no word from God shall be void of power. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in these days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and she lifted up her voice with a loud cry and said, blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come unto me? For behold, when the voice of thy salutation came into mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a fulfillment of the things which have been spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath looked upon the low estate of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is unto generations and generations, on them that fear him. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He hath put down princes from their thrones, and hath exalted them of low degree. The hungry he hath filled with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath given help to Israel his servant, that he might remember mercy, as he spake unto our fathers, toward Abraham and his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned unto her house. Now Elizabeth's time was fulfilled that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son, and her neighbors and her kinsfolk heard that the Lord had magnified his mercy towards her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed. And he spake, Blessing God, and fear came on all that dwelt round about them. And all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all that heard them laid them up in their heart, saying, What then shall this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit, and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he hath visited and wrought redemption for his people, and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets that have been from of old, salvation from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to show mercy towards our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware unto Abraham our father, to grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, should serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Yea, and thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the Most High, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to make ready his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people in the remission of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high shall visit us, to shine upon them that sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. End of chapter 1. Chapter 2 of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by chapter 2. Now it came to pass in those days there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment made when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to enroll themselves, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to enroll himself with Mary, who was betrothed to him, being great with child. And it came to pass, while they were there, the days were fulfilled that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds in the same country abiding in the field, and keeping watch by night over their flock. And an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this is the sign unto you, Ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth. Peace among men in whom He is well pleased. And it came to pass, when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing that is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found both Mary and Joseph, and the babe, lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known concerning the saying which was spoken to them about this child and all that heard it wondered at the things which were spoken unto them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these sayings, pondering them in her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, even as it was spoken unto them. And when eight days were fulfilled for circumcising him, his name was called Jesus, which was so called by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were fulfilled, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed unto him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus, that they might do concerning him after the custom of the law, then he received him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, lettest thou thy servant depart, Lord? according to thy word, in peace. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. And his father and his mother were marveling at the things which were spoken concerning him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which is spoken against, yea, and a sword shall pierce through thine own soul, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and she had been a widow even unto fourscore in four years, who departed not from the temple, worshipping with fastings and supplications night and day, And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks unto God, and spake of him to all them that were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had accomplished all things that were according to the law of the Lord, they were turned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And his parents went every year to Jerusalem at the feast of the Passover, And when he was twelve years old, they went up after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they were returning, the boy Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and his parents knew it not. But supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey, and they sought for him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking for him. And it came to pass, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Knew ye not that I must be in my father's house?' and they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them, and came to Nazareth, and he was subject unto them, and his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus advanced in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. by ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 3. Now in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Echeria in Trachonitas and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene in the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. And he came into all the region round about the Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance unto remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness... Make ye ready the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. He said therefore to the multitudes that went out to be baptized of him, Ye offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance, and begin not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And even now the axe also lieth at the root of the trees. Every tree therefore that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And the multitudes asked him, saying, What then must we do? And he answered and said unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. And he that hath food, let him do likewise. And there came also publicans to be baptized, and they said unto him, Teacher, what must we do? And he said unto them, Extort no more that which is appointed you. And soldiers also asked him, saying, And we, what must we do? And he said unto them, Extort from no man by violence, neither accuse any one wrongfully, and be content with your wages. And as the people were in expectation, and all men reasoned in their hearts concerning John, whether haply he were the Christ, John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but there cometh he that is mightier than I, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire, whose fan is in his hand, thoroughly to cleanse his threshing floor, and to gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff he will burn up with unquenchable fire." With many other exhortations therefore preached he good tidings unto the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, being reproved by him for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things which Herod had done, added this also to them all, that he shut up John in prison. Now it came to pass, when all the people were baptized, that Jesus also having been baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily form as a dove upon him, and a voice came out of heaven, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. And Jesus himself, when he began to teach, was about 30 years of age, being the son, as was supposed, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Methat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Ezli, the son of Nagai, the son of Maath. The son of Mattathias. The son of Shimean. The son of Josech. The son of Joda. The son of Joanan. The son of Risa. The son of Zerubbabel. The son of Shealtiel, The son of Nirai. The son of Melchi, The son of Adi. The son of Kosam. The son of Elmadam. The son of Ur. The son of Jesus. The son of Eleazar. The son of Joram. The son of Mathet, The son of Levi. The son of Simeon. The son of Judas. The son of Joseph the son of Jonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Meliah, the son of Mena, the son of Matatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nashon, the son of Amminadab, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Sirug, the son of Reu, the son of Pelag, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxid, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahaliel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. End of chapter three. Chapter 4 of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by hisfaith.com. Chapter 4 And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led in the Spirit in the wilderness during forty days, being tempted of the devil. And he did eat nothing in those days. And when they were completed, he hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou art the Son of God, command this stone that it become bread. And Jesus answered unto him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And he led him up, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, To thee will I give all this authority and the glory of them, for it hath been delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore wilt worship before me, it shall all be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, It is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, in him only shalt thou serve. And he led him to Jerusalem, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou art the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee to guard thee. And on their hands they shall bear thee up, lest haply thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said thou shalt not make trial of the Lord thy God. And when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And a fame went out concerning him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, And he entered, as his custom was, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he opened the book, and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He hath sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord." And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, Today hath this scripture been fulfilled in your ears. And all bare him witness and wondered at the words of grace which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, Doubtless ye will say unto me this parable, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done at Capernaum, do also here in thine own country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is acceptable in his own country. But of a truth I say unto you, There were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when there came a great famine over all the land. And unto none of them was Elijah sent, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. And they were all filled with wrath in the synagogue as they heard these things. And they rose up and cast him forth out of the city, and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built, that they might throw him down headlong. But he passing through the midst of them went his way. And he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath day. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. And in the synagogue there was a man that had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, Ah, what have we to do with thee, Jesus thou Nazarene? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in the midst, he came out of him, having done him no hurt. And amazement came upon all, and they spake together, one with another, saying, What is this word? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they come out. And there went forth a rumor concerning him into every place of the region round about. And he rose up from the synagogue, and entered into the house of Simon. And Simon's wife's mother was holding with a great fever, and they besought him for her. And he stood over her, and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose up and ministered unto them. And when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out from many, crying out and saying, Thou art the Son of God. And rebuking them, he suffered them not to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it was day, he came out and went into a desert place, and the multitudes sought after him and came unto him and would have stayed him, that he should not go from them. But he said unto them, I must preach the good tidings of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for therefore was I sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com, Chapter 5. Now it came to pass, while the multitude pressed upon him and heard the word of God, that he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone out of them, and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes out of the boat. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Put out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answered and said, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at thy word I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their nets were breaking. And they beckoned unto their partners in the other boat that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was amazed. And all that were with him at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so were also James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, for henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left all, and followed him. And it came to pass, while he was in one of the cities, behold, a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face, and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he stretched forth his hand, and touched him, saying, I will, be thou made clean. And straightway the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went abroad the report concerning him and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed of their infirmities. But he withdrew himself in the deserts and prayed. And it came to pass on one of those days that he was teaching, and there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, who were come out of every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, men bring on a bed, a man that was palsied, and they sought to bring him in and to lay him before him. And not finding by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up to the housetop and let him down through the tiles with his couch in the midst before Jesus. And seeing their faith, he said, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, perceiving their reasonings, answered and said unto them, Why reason ye in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Thy sins are forgiven thee? or to say, Arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath authority on earth to forgive sins, he said unto him that was palsied, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy couch, and go unto thy house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his house, glorifying God. And amazement took hold on all, And they glorified God, and they were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. And after these things he went forth and beheld a publican named Levi sitting at the place of Toll, and said unto him, Follow me. And he forsook all and rose up and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his house, and there was a great multitude of publicans and of others that were sitting at meat with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do ye eat and drink with the publicans and sinners? And Jesus answering said unto them, They that are in health have no need of a physician, but they that are sick. I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said unto him, The disciples of John fast often and make supplications. Likewise also the disciples of the Pharisees, but thine eat and drink. And Jesus said unto them, Can ye make the sons of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come, and when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, then will they fast in those days. And he spake also a parable unto them, No man rendeth a piece from a new garment, and putteth it upon an old garment, else he will rend the new, and also the piece from the new will not agree with the old. And no man putteth new wine into old wineskins, else the new wine will burst the skins, and itself will be spilled, and the skins will perish. But new wine must be put into fresh wine skins. And no man having drunk old wine desireth new, for he saith, The old is good. End of chapter 5. Chapter 6. Of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by hisfaith.com. Chapter 6. Now, it came to pass on a Sabbath that he was going through the grain fields, and his disciples plucked the ears and did eat, rubbing them in their hands. But certain of the Pharisees said, Why do ye that which it is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day? And Jesus answering them said, Have ye not read even this, what David did when he was hungry, he and they that were with him? How he entered into the house of God, and took and ate the showbread, and gave also to them that were with him, which it is not lawful to eat, save for the priests alone? And he said unto them, The Son of Man... Is Lord of the Sabbath. And it came to pass on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man there, and his right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath, that they might find how to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man that had his hand withered, Rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. And Jesus said unto them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to destroy it? And he looked round about on them all and said unto him, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus. And it came to pass in these days that he went out into the mountain to pray, And he continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples, and he chose from them twelve, whom also he named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor, And he came down with them and stood on a level place and a great multitude of his disciples and a great number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were troubled with unclean spirits were healed and all the multitude sought to touch him for power came forth from him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are ye poor. For yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and reproach you, and cast out your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the same manner did their fathers unto the prophets but woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. Woe unto you, ye that are full now, for ye shall hunger. Woe unto you, ye that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Woe unto you, when all men shall speak well of you, for in the same manner did their fathers do the false prophets. But I say unto you that hear, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, bless them that curse you, Pray for them that despitefully use you. To him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And from him that taketh away thy cloak, withhold not thy coat also. Give to every one that asketh thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. And if ye love them that love you, What thank have ye, for even sinners love those that love them? And if ye do good to them that do good to you, what thank have ye, for even sinners do the same? And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye, even sinners lend to sinners, to receive again as much? But love your enemies, and do them good, and lend, never despairing, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be sons of the Most High, For he is kind toward the unthankful and evil. Be ye merciful, even as your father is merciful. And judge not, and ye shall not be judged. And condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Release, and ye shall be released. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall they give into your bosom. For with what measure ye meet it shall be measured to you again. And he spake also a parable unto them Can the blind guide the blind? Shall they not both fall into a pit? The disciple is not above his teacher, but every one, when he is perfected, shall be as his teacher. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how canst thou say to thy brother, Brother, let me cast out the mote that is in thine eye? When thou thyself beholdest not the beam that is in thine own eye, thou hypocrite, cast out first the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote that is in thy brother's eye. For there is no good tree that bringeth forth corrupt fruit, nor again a corrupt tree that bringeth forth good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes. The good man... Out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And the evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. And why call ye me, Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? Everyone that cometh unto me and heareth my words and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man building a house, who digged and went deep, and laid a foundation upon the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream brake against that house, and could not shake it, because it had been well-builded. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that built a house upon the earth without a foundation, against which the stream brake, and straightway it fell in, and the ruin of that house was great. End of chapter 6. Chapter 7 of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by hisfaith.com. Chapter 7. After he had ended all his sayings in the ears of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick. And at the point of death. And when he heard concerning Jesus, he sent unto him elders of the Jews, asking him that he would come and save his servant. And they, when they came to Jesus, besought him earnestly, saying, He is worthy that thou shouldest do this for him, for he loveth our nation, and himself built us our synagogue. And Jesus went with them. And when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, Trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Wherefore neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say the word, and my servant shall be healed. For I also am a man set under authority, having under myself soldiers. And I say to this one, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned and said unto the multitude that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And they that were sent returning to the house found the servant whole. And it came to pass soon afterwards that he went to a city called Nain and his disciples went with him and a great multitude. Now, when he drew near to the gate of the city, behold, there was carried out one that was dead, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. And he came nigh and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak and he gave him to his mother. And fear took hold on all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet is arisen among us, and God hath visited his people. And this report went forth concerning him in the whole of Judea and all the region round about. And the disciples of John told him of all these things. And John calling unto him two of his disciples sent them to the Lord, saying, Art thou he that cometh? Or look we for another. And when the men were come unto him they said, John the Baptist hath sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that cometh, or look we for another? And that hour he cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many that were blind he bestowed sight. And he answered and said unto them, Go and tell John the things which ye have seen and heard. The blind received their sight, the lame walk, The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have good tidings preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall find no occasion of stumbling in me. And when the messengers of John were departed, he began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to behold, a reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out to see, a man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that are gorgeously apparelled and live delicately are in king's courts. But what went ye out to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, who shall prepare thy way before thee. I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there is none greater than John. Yet... He that is but little in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And all the people, when they heard, and the publicans justified God, being baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected for themselves the counsel of God, being not baptized of him. Whereunto then shall I liken the men of this generation, and to what are they like? They are likened to children that sit in the marketplace and call one to another who say, We piped unto you, and ye did not dance. We wailed, and ye did not weep. For John the Baptist is come, eating no bread nor drinking wine, and ye say, He hath a demon. The Son of Man is come, eating and drinking, and ye say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. And wisdom is justified of all her children." And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he entered into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meat. And behold, a woman who was in the city, a sinner. And when she knew that he was sitting at meat in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster cruise of ointment. And standing behind at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee that had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Teacher, say on. A certain lender had two debtors, The one owed five hundred shillings, and the other fifty. When they had not wherewith to pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? Simon answered and said, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And turning to the woman, he said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thy house, Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath wetted my feet with her tears, and wiped them with her hair. Thou gavest me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but she hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that even forgiveth sins? And he said unto the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. End of chapter 7. Chapter 8 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 8. And it came to pass soon afterwards that he went about through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good tidings of the kingdom of God, and with him the Twelve and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary that was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna the wife of Chuza, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who ministered unto them of their substance. And when a great multitude came together, and they of every city resorted unto him, he spake by a parable. The sower went forth to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, And it was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the heaven devoured it. And other fell on the rock, and as soon as it grew it withered away, because it had no moisture. And other fell amidst the thorns, and the thorns grew with it, and choked it. And other fell into the good ground, and grew, and brought forth fruit a hundredfold. As he said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, what this parable might be. And he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, and those by the wayside are they that have heard, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word from their heart, that they may not believe and be saved. And those on the rock are they who, when they have heard, receive the word with joy. And those have no root, who for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among the thorns, these are they that have heard. And as they go on their way, they are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. And that in the good ground... These are such as in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, hold it fast, and bring forth fruit with patience. And no man when he hath lighted a lamp, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, but putteth it on a stand, that they that enter it may see the light. For nothing is hid that shall not be made manifest, nor anything secret that shall not be known and come to light. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear for whosoever hath to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that which he thinketh he hath. And there came to him his mother and brethren, and they could not come at him for the crowd, and it was told him, Thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to see thee. But he answered and said unto them, My mother and my brethren are these that hear the word of God and do it. Now it came to pass on one of those days that he entered into a boat himself and his disciples. And he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, master, we perish. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And being afraid, they marveled, saying one to another, Who then is this that he commandeth even the winds and the water? And they obey him. And they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is over against Galilee. And when he was come forth upon the land, there met him a certain man out of the city who had demons. And for a long time he had worn no clothes and abode not in any house but in the tombs. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I beseech thee, torment me not. For he was commanding the unclean spirit to come out from the man. For oftentimes it had seized him, and he was kept under guard and bound with chains and fetters, and breaking the bands asunder, he was driven of the demon into the deserts. And Jesus asked him, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, for many demons were entered into him. And they entreated him that he would not command them to depart into the abyss, Now there was there a herd of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they entreated him that he would give them leave to enter into them. And he gave them leave. And the demons came out from the man and entered into the swine. And the herd rushed down the steep into the lake and were drowned. And when they that fed them saw what had come to pass, they fled and told it in the city. And in the country, and they went out to see what had come to pass, and they came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons were gone out, sitting, clothed and in his right mind, at the feet of Jesus, and they were afraid, and they that saw it told them how he that was possessed with demons was made whole. And all the people of the country of the Gerasenes round about asked him to depart from them, for they were whole in with great fear. And he entered into a boat and returned. But the man from whom the demons were gone out prayed him that he might be with him. But he sent him away, saying, Return to thy house and declare how great things God hath done for thee. And he went his way, publishing throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done for him. And as Jesus returned, the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet, and besought him to come into his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, who had spent all her living upon physicians, and could not be healed of any, came behind him, and touched the border of his garment, and immediately the issue of her blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who is it that touched me? And when all denied, Peter said, and they that were with him, Master, the multitudes press thee and crush thee. But Jesus said, Some one did touch me, for I perceived that power had gone forth from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him declared in the presence of all the people for what cause she touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the teacher. But Jesus, hearing it, answered him, Fear not, only believe, and she shall be made whole. And when he came to the house, He suffered not any man to enter in with him, save Peter and John and James and the father of the maiden and her mother. And all were weeping and bewailing her. But he said, Weep not, for she is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. But he taking her by the hand called, saying, Maiden, arise. And her spirit returned, and she rose up immediately, and he commanded that something be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no man what had been done. End of chapter 8 Chapter 9 of the Gospel According to Luke American Standard Version This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com, Chapter 9. And he called the twelve together, and gave them power and authority over all demons, and to cure diseases. And he sent them forth to preach the kingdom of God, and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staff, nor wallet, nor bread, nor money, neither have two coats, And into whatsoever house ye enter, there abide, and thence depart. And as many as receive you not, when ye depart from that city, shake off the dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and went throughout the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done, and he was much perplexed, because that it was said by some that John was risen from the dead, and by some that Elijah had appeared and by others that one of the old prophets was risen again. And Herod said, John I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him. And the apostles, when they were returned, declared unto him what things they had done. And he took them and withdrew apart to a city called Bethsaida. But the multitudes perceiving it followed him, and he welcomed them and spake to them of the kingdom of God. And them that had need of healing he cured. And the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said unto him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and country round about and lodge, and get provisions. For we are here in a desert place. But he said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fishes, except we should go and buy food for all this people. For they were about five thousand men. And he said unto his disciples, Make them sit down in companies, about fifty each. And they did so, and made them all sit down. And he took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them, and brake, and gave to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they ate, and were all filled. And there was taken up that which remained over to them of broken pieces, twelve baskets. And it came to pass, as he was praying apart, The disciples were with him, and he asked them, saying, Who do the multitudes say that I am? And they answering said, John the Baptist, but others say Elijah, and others that one of the old prophets is risen again. And he said unto them, But who say ye that I am? And Peter answering said, The Christ of God. But he charged them and commanded them to tell this to no man, saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things, and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and the third day be raised up. And he said unto all, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever would save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man profited if he gained the whole world and lose or forfeit his own self. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me, and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed, when he cometh in his own glory, and the glory of the Father, and of the holy angels. But I tell you of a truth, there are some of them that stand here, who shall in no wise taste of death, till they see the kingdom of God. And it came to pass about eight days after these sayings, that he took with him Peter, and John, and James, and went up into the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment became white and dazzling. And behold, there talked with him two men, who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory, and the two men that stood with him, And it came to pass, as they were parting from him, Peter said unto Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. And while he said these things, there came a cloud, and overshadowed them, and they feared as they entered into the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my Son, my chosen, hear ye him. And when the voice came, Jesus was found alone, and they held their peace and told no man in those days any of the things which they had seen. And it came to pass on the next day, when they were come down from the mountain, a great multitude met him, and behold, a man from the multitude cried, saying, Teacher, I beseech thee to look upon my son, for he is mine only child. And behold, a Spirit taketh him, and he suddenly crieth out, And it teareth him that he foameth, and it hardly departeth from him, bruising him sorely. And I besought thy disciples to cast it out, and they could not. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring hither thy son. And as he was yet a coming, the demon dashed him down and tear him grievously. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father and they were all astonished at the majesty of God. But while all were marveling at all the things which he did, he said unto his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears, for the Son of Man shall be delivered up into the hands of men. But they understood not this saying, and it was concealed from them that they should not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. And there arose a reasoning among them which of them was the greatest But when Jesus saw the reasoning of their heart, he took a little child and set him by his side, and said unto them, Whosoever shall receive this little child in my name, receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me, receiveth him that sent me. For he that is least among you all, the same is great. And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out demons in thy name, and we forbade him, because he followeth not with us. But Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against you is for you. And it came to pass when the days were well nigh come, that he should be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face. And they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him, because his face was as though he were going to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we bid fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went to another village. And as they went on the way, a certain man said unto him, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the heaven have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But he said unto him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead, but go thou and publish abroad the kingdom of God. And another also said, I will follow thee, Lord, but first suffer me to bid farewell to them that are at my house. But Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. End of chapter 9 chapter 10 of the gospel according to luke american standard version this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information and to find out how you can volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by sam stinson by chapter 10 now after these things the lord appointed 70 others and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place, whither he himself was about to come. And he said unto them, The harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways, behold, I send you forth as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no wallet, no shoes, and salute no man on the way and into whatsoever house ye shall enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon him. But if not, it shall turn to you again. And in that same house remain, eating and drinking, such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house, and into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you. Eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you, but into whatsoever city ye shall enter, and they receive you not. Go out into the streets thereof and say, Even the dust from your city that cleaveth to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh. I say unto you, It shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sidon, which were done in you, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, shalt thou be exalted unto heaven, thou shalt be brought down unto Hades. He that heareth you heareth me, and he that rejecteth you rejecteth me and he that rejected me rejected him that sent me. And the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us in thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan fallen as lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall in any wise hurt you. Nevertheless, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And at the same hour he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit, and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou didst hide these things from the wise and understanding, and didst reveal them unto babes. Yea, Father, for so it was well-pleasing in thy sight. All things have been delivered unto me of my Father, and no one knoweth who the Son is save the Father. And who the Father is, save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son willeth to reveal him. And turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I say unto you that many prophets and kings desired to see the things which ye see, and saw them not, and to hear the things which ye hear, and heard them not. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and made trial of him, saying, Teacher! What shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus made answer and said, A certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who both stripped him and beat him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance a certain priest was going down that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And in like manner a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he was moved with compassion, and came to him, and bound up his wounds, pouring on them oil and wine. And he set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow he took out two shillings, and gave them to the host, and said, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, I, when I come back again, will repay thee. Which of these three thinkest thou proved neighbor unto him that fell among the robbers? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. And Jesus said unto him, Go, and do thou likewise. Now as they went on their way, he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at the Lord's feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving, and she came up to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister did leave me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. But the Lord answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, for Mary hath chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. End of chapter 10. Chapter Eleven of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson by hisfaith.com. Chapter Eleven. And it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, that when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord. Teach us to pray even as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive every one that is indebted to us, and bring us not into temptation. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will arise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And of which of you that is a father shall his son ask a loaf, and he give him a stone? Or a fish, and he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And he was casting out a demon that was dumb. And it came to pass, when the demon was gone out, the dumb man spake, and the multitudes marveled. But some of them said, By Beelzebub the prince of the demons casteth he out demons. And others, trying him, sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falleth. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because ye say that I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I by Beelzebub cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judges." But if I by the finger of God cast out demons, then is the kingdom of God come upon you. When the strong man fully armed guardeth his own court, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him his whole armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. The unclean spirit, when he has gone out of the man, passeth through waterless places, seeking rest, and finding none, he saith, "I will turn back unto my house whence I came out, and when he is come, he findeth it swept and garnished. then goeth he, and taketh to him seven other spirits more evil than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man becometh worse than the first. And it came to pass, as he said these things, a certain woman out of the multitude lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee, and the breasts which thou didst suck. But he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. And when the multitudes were gathering together unto him, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of Jonah. For even as Jonah became a sign unto the Ninevites, so shall also the Son of Man be to this generation. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation, and shall condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh shall stand up in the judgment with this generation, and shall condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, a greater than Jonah is here. No man, when he hath lighted a lamp, putteth it in a cellar, neither under the bushel, but on the stand, that they which enter in may see the light. The lamp of thy body is thine eye. When thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when it is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Look therefore whether the light that is in thee be not darkness. If therefore thy whole body be full of light, having no part dark, it shall be wholly full of light, as when the lamp with its bright shining doth give thee light. Now as he spake, a Pharisee asketh him to dine with him. And he went in and sat down to meat. And when the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first bathed himself before dinner. And the Lord said unto him, Now ye the Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the platter, but your inward part is full of extortion and wickedness. Ye foolish ones, did not he that made the outside make the inside also? But give for alms those things which are within, and behold, all things are clean unto you. But woe unto you, Pharisees, for ye tithe mint and rue, and every herb, and pass over justice, and the love of God. But these ought ye have to done, and not to leave the other undone. Woe unto you, Pharisees! For ye love the chief seats in the synagogues and the salutations in the marketplaces. Woe unto you, for ye are as the tombs which appear not, and the men that walk over them know it not. And one of the lawyers answering saith unto him, Teacher, and saying this, thou reproachest us also. And he said, Woe unto you, lawyers also, for ye load men with burdens grievous to be borne, and ye yourselves touch not the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe unto you, for ye build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. So ye are witnesses and consent unto the works of your fathers, for they killed them, and ye build their tombs. Therefore also said the wisdom of God, I will send unto them prophets and apostles, and some of them they shall kill and persecute that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation, from the blood of Abel unto the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yea, I say unto you, it shall be required of this generation. Woe unto you, lawyers! For ye took away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in, ye hindered. And when he was come out from thence, the scribes and the Pharisees began to press upon him vehemently, and to provoke him to speak of many things, laying wait for him to catch something out of his mouth. End of chapter 11. Chapter 12 of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by HisFaith.com. Chapter 12. In the meantime, when the many thousands of the multitude were gathered together insomuch that they trod one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples first of all, Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. But there is nothing covered up that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. Wherefore, whatsoever ye have said in the darkness shall be heard in the light. And what ye have spoken in the ear of the inner chambers shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you, whom ye shall fear, fear him who after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, Fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pence? And not one of them is forgotten in the sight of God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. Ye are of more value than many sparrows. And I say unto you, every one who shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me in the presence of men shall be denied in the presence of the angels of God. And every one who shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven. And when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, be not anxious how or what ye shall answer or what ye shall say. For the Holy Spirit shall teach you in that very hour what ye ought to say. And one out of the multitude said unto him, Teacher... Bid my brother divide the inheritance with me. But he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and keep yourselves from all covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he reasoned within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have not where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, be merry. But God said unto him, Thou foolish one, this night is thy soul required of thee. And the things which thou hast prepared, whose shall they be? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Be not anxious for your life, what ye shall eat, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. For the life is more than the food, and the body than the raiment. Consider the ravens, that they sow not, neither reap, which have no store-chamber nor barn, and God feedeth them. Of how much more value are ye than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit unto the measure of his life? If then ye are not able to do even that which is least, why are ye anxious concerning the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these." But if God doth so clothe the grass in the field, which to day is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more shall he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not ye what ye shall eat, and what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For of all these things do the nations of the world seek after, but your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. Yet seek ye his kingdom, and these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that which ye have, and give alms. Make for yourselves purses which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that falleth not, where no thief draweth near, neither moth destroyeth. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your loins be girded about, and your lamps burning. And be ye yourselves like unto men looking for their Lord, when he shall return from the marriage feast, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may straightway open unto him. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them sit down to meet, and shall come and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch, and if in the third, and find them so, blessed are those servants." But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what hour the thief was coming, he would have watched, and not have left his house to be broken through. Be ye also ready, for in an hour that ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And Peter said, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us, or even unto all? And the Lord said, who then is the faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall set over his household to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of the truth I say unto you, that he will set him over all that he hath. But if that servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and the maid servants, and to eat and drink and to be drunken, The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he expecteth not, and in an hour when he knoweth not, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint his portion with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his Lord's will, and made not ready, nor did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. And to whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required and to whom they commit much, of him will they ask the more. I came to cast fire upon the earth, and what do I desire if it is already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straitened till it be accomplished? Think ye that I am come to give peace in the earth? I tell you nay, but rather division, for there shall be from henceforth five in one house divided, three against two and two against three. They shall be divided father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against her mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And he said to the multitudes also, When ye see a cloud rising in the west, straightway ye say, There cometh a shower, and so it cometh to pass. And when ye see a south wind blowing, ye say, There will be a scorching heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye know how to interpret the face of the earth and the heaven, but how is it that ye know not how to interpret this time? And why even of yourselves judge ye not what is right? For as thou art going with thine adversary before the magistrate, on the way give diligence to be quit of him, lest haply he drag thee unto the judge, and the judge shall deliver thee to the officer, and the officer shall cast thee into prison." I say unto thee, Thou shalt by no means come out thence, till thou have paid the very last mite. End of chapter 12 Chapter 13 of the Gospel According to Luke American Standard Version This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, byHisFaith.com. Chapter Thirteen. Now there were some present at that very season who told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices, and he answered and said unto them, Think ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they have suffered these things? I tell you, Nay but except ye repent, ye shall all in like manner perish. Or those eighteen upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, think ye that they were offenders above all the men that dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And he spake this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking the fruit thereon. And found none. And he said unto the vine dresser, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why doth it also cumber the ground? And he answering saith unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it, and dung it. And if it bear fruit thenceforth, well. But if not, thou shalt cut it down. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues, on the Sabbath day. And behold, a woman that had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and she was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands upon her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue, being moved with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, answered and said to the multitude, There are six days in which men ought to work, and them therefore come and be healed, and not on the day of the Sabbath. But the Lord answered him and said, Ye hypocrites, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound low these eighteen years to have been loosed from the bond on the day of the Sabbath? And as he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. He said, therefore, unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I liken it? It is like unto a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his own garden. And it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the heaven lodged in the branches thereof. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like to leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till it was all leavened. And he went on his way through cities and villages, teaching and journeying on unto Jerusalem. And one said unto him, Lord, are they few that are saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter in by the narrow door. For many, I say unto you, shall seek to enter in, and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up, and hath shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. And he shall answer and say to you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall ye begin to say, We did eat and drink in thy presence, and thou didst teach in our streets. And he shall say, I tell you, I know not whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. There shall be the weeping and the gnashing of teeth, when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and yourselves cast forth without. And they shall come from the east and west, and from the north and south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last who shall be first, and there are first who shall be last. In that very hour there came certain Pharisees, saying to him, Get thee out and go hence, for Herod would fain kill thee. And he said unto them, Go and say to that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I am perfected. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that killeth the prophets and stoneth them that are sent unto her. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her own brood under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate, and I say unto you, Ye shall not see me until ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. End of chapter 13. Chapter 14 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson by com Chapter 14 And it came to pass, when he went into the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees on a Sabbath to eat bread, that they were watching him. And behold, there was before him a certain man that had the dropsy. And Jesus answering spake unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they held their peace. And he took him and healed him and let him go. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have an ass or an ox fallen into a well and will not straightway draw him up on a Sabbath day? And they could not answer again unto these things. And he spake a parable unto those that were bidden, when he marked how they chose out the chief seats, saying unto them, When thou art bidden of any man to a marriage feast, sit not down in the chief seat lest haply a more honorable man than thou be bidden of him. And he that bade thee and him shall come and say to thee, Give this man place, and then thou shalt begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest place, that when he that hath bidden thee cometh, he may say to thee, Friend, go up higher. Then shalt thou have glory in the presence of all that sit at meat with thee, For every one that exalteth himself shall be humbled, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And he said to him also that had bidden him, When thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, nor thy kinsmen, nor rich neighbors, lest haply they also bid thee again, and a recompense be made thee. But when thou makest a feast, bid the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, And thou shalt be blessed, because they have not wherewith to recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed in the resurrection of the just. And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and he bade many, and he sent forth his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a field, and I must needs go out and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. And the servant came and told his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and maimed and blind and lame. And the servant said, Lord, what thou didst command is done, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and constrain them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men that were bidden shall taste of my supper." Now there went with him great multitudes, and he turned and said unto them, If any man cometh unto me, and hateth not his own father and mother, and wife and children, and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Whosoever doth not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower doth not first sit down and count the cost, whether he hath wherewith to complete it? lest haply, when he hath laid a foundation, and is not able to finish, all that behold begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, as he goeth to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and take counsel, whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand? Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage, and asketh conditions of peace." So therefore, whosoever he be of you, that renounceth not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Salt, therefore, is good. But if even the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is fit neither for the land nor for the dunghill. Men cast it out. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. End of chapter 14. Chapter fifteen of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by hisfaith.com. Chapter fifteen. Now all the publicans and sinners were drawing near unto him to hear him, and both the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and eateth with them. And he spake unto them this parable, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, and having lost one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that even so there shall be joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she find it? And when she hath found it, she calleth together her friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Even so, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of thy substance that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that country, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. But when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet afar off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and make merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called to him one of the servants, and inquired what these things might be. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. But he was angry, and would not go in. And his father came out and entreated him. But he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, and I never transgressed a commandment of thine. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But when this thy son came, who hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou killest for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that is mine is thine." But it was meet to make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. End of chapter fifteen. Chapter sixteen of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 16. And he said also unto the disciples, There was a certain rich man who had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he was wasting his goods. And he called him and said unto him, What is this that I hear of thee? Render the account of thy stewardship, for thou canst be no longer steward. And the steward said within himself, What shall I do, seeing that my lord taketh away the stewardship from me? I have not strength to dig, to beg, I am ashamed. I am resolved what to do, that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. And calling to him each one of his lord's debtors, he said to the first, How much owest thou unto my lord? And he said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, Take thy bond, and sit down quickly, and write fifty. Then said he to another, And how much owest thou? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. He saith unto him, Take thy bond, and write fourscore. And his lord commended the unrighteous steward, because he had done wisely. For the sons of this world are for their own generation wiser than the sons of the light. And I say unto you, Make to yourselves friends by means of the mammon of unrighteousness, that when it shall fail, they may receive you into the eternal tabernacles. He that is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much, and he that is unrighteous in a very little is unrighteous also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. And the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they scoffed at him. And he said unto them, Ye are they that justify yourselves in the sight of men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John. From that time the gospel of the kingdom of God is preached, and every man entereth violently into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fall. Every one that putteth away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery, and he that marrieth one that is put away from a husband committeth adultery. Now there was a certain rich man, and he was clothed in purple and fine linen, faring sumptuously every day. And a certain beggar named Lazarus was laid at his gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Yea, even the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and that he was carried away by the angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now here he is comforted and thou art in anguish. And besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed that they that would pass from hence to you may not be able, and that none may cross over from thence to us. And he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham saith, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one go to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if one rise from the dead. End of chapter 16. Chapter 17 of the Gospel according to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, Please visit LibriVox.org, recording by Sam Stinson, by HisFaith.com chapter 17. And he said unto his disciples, It is impossible but that occasions of stumbling should come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were well for him if a millstone were hanged about his neck, and he were thrown into the sea, rather than that he should cause one of these little ones to stumble. Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother sin, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. And if he sin against thee seven times in the day, and seven times turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye would say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou rooted up, and be thou planted in the sea, and it would obey you. But who is there of you, having a servant plowing or keeping sheep, that will say unto him when he is come in from the field, Come straightway, and sit down to meat, and will not rather say unto him, Make ready wherewith I may sup, and gird thyself, and serve me, till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Doth he thank the servant, because he did the things that were commanded? Even so ye also, when ye shall have done all the things that are commanded you, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which it was our duty to do. And it came to pass, as they were on the way to Jerusalem, that he was passing along the borders of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, "'Go and show yourselves unto the priests.' And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorifying God. And he fell upon his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, "'Were not the ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there none found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger?' And he said unto him, Arise and go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And being asked by the Pharisees, When the kingdom of God cometh, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo, here, or there, for, Lo, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. And they shall say to you, Lo there, lo here, go not away, nor follow after them. For as the lightning, when it lightningeth out of the one part under the heaven, shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. And as it came to pass in the days of Noah, even so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, even as it came to pass in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But in the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. After the same manner shall it be in the day that the Son of Man is revealed, In that day, he that shall be on the housetop, and his goods in the house, let him not go down to take them away, and let him that is in the field likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to gain his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I say unto you, in that night there shall be two men on one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. There shall be two women grinding together. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. And they answering said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Where the body is, thither will the eagles also be gathered together. End of chapter 17. Chapter 18 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com, chapter 18. And he spake a parable unto them, to the end that they ought always to pray, and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge, who feared not God, and regarded not man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came oft unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest she wear me out by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge saith. And shall not God avenge his elect that cry to him day and night? And yet he has long suffering over them, I say unto you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? And he spake also this parable unto certain who trusted in themselves that they were righteous, and set all others at naught. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee, and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as the rest of men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God, be thou merciful to me, a sinner. I say unto you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be humbled, but he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And they were bringing unto him also their babes, that he should touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them unto him, saying, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for to such belongeth the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall in no wise enter therein. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one, even God. Thou knowest the commandments, Do not commit adultery, Do not kill, do not steal, Do not bear false witness, Honor thy father and mother. And he said, All these things have I observed from my youth up. And when Jesus heard it, he said unto him, One thing thou lackest yet, Sell all that thou hast, And distribute unto the poor, And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things, He became exceeding sorrowful, For he was very rich. And Jesus, seeing him, said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to enter in through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And Peter said, Lo, we have left our own and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house or wife or brethren or parents or children for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this time and in the world to come eternal life. And he took unto him the twelve and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all the things that are written through the prophets shall be accomplished unto the Son of Man. For he shall be delivered up unto the Gentiles, and shall be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And they shall scourge and kill him, and the third date he shall rise again. And they understood none of these things, and this saying was hid from them, and they perceived not the things that were said. And it came to pass, as he drew nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging, And hearing a multitude going by, he inquired what this meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they that went before rebuked him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. End of chapter 18. Chapter 19 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 19. And he entered and was passing through Jericho. And behold, a man called by name Zacchaeus. And he was a chief publican, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the crowd, because he was little of stature. And he ran on before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down, and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, he has gone in to lodge with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have wrongfully exacted aught of any man, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, Today is salvation come to this house, forasmuch as he also is a son of Abraham. But the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost." And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable, because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was immediately to appear. He said therefore, A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom, and to return. And he called ten servants of his, and gave them ten pounds, and said unto them, Trade ye herewith till I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent an ambassage after him, saying, We will not that this man reign over us. And it came to pass when he was come back again, having received the kingdom, that he commanded these servants unto whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by trading. And the first came before him, saying, Lord, thy pound hath made ten pounds more. And he said unto him, Well done, thou good servant. Because thou wast found faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Thy pound, Lord, hath made five pounds. And he said unto him also, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I kept laid up in a napkin. For I feared thee, because thou art an austere man, thou takest up that which thou layest not down and reapest that which thou didst not sow. He saith unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I am an austere man, taking up that which I laid not down, and reaping that which I did not sow. Then wherefore gavest thou not my money into the bank? And I at my coming should have required it with interest. Then he said unto them that stood by, Take away from him the pound, and give it unto him that hath the ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. I say unto you, that unto every one that hath shall be given. But from him that hath not, even that which he hath shall be taken away from him. But these, mine enemies, that would not that I should reign over them, bring hither, and slay them before me. And when he had thus spoken, he went on before, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he drew nigh unto Bethphage and Bethany, at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go your way into the village over against you, in which as ye enter ye shall find a colt, tied whereon no man ever yet sat. Loose him, and bring him. And if any one ask you, Why do ye loose him? Thus shall ye say, The Lord hath need of him. And they that were sent went away, and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owners thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. And they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their garments upon the colt, and set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their garments in the way. And as he was now drawing nigh even at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works which they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from the multitude said unto him, Teacher, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said, I tell you that if these shall hold their peace, the stones will cry out. And when he drew nigh, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known in this day even thou the things which belong unto peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. For the days shall come upon thee when thine enemies shall cast up a bank about thee and compass thee round and keep thee on every side and shall dash thee to the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. And he entered into the temple, and began to cast out them that sold, saying unto them, It is written, and my house shall be a house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple, But the chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people sought to destroy him, and they could not find what they might do, for the people all hung upon him, listening. End of chapter 19. Chapter 20 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 20 And it came to pass, on one of the days, as he was teaching the people in the temple, and preaching the gospel, there came upon him the chief priests and the scribes with the elders. And they spake, saying unto him, Tell us, by what authority doest thou these things? Or who is he that gave thee this authority? And he answered and said unto them, I also will ask you a question and tell me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say, Why did ye not believe him? But if we shall say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. And they answered, that they knew not whence it was. And Jesus said unto them, Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. And he began to speak unto the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and let it out to husbandmen and went into another country for a long time. And at the season he sent unto the husbandmen a servant that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him and sent him away empty. And he sent yet another servant, and him also they beat, and handled him shamefully, and sent him away empty. And he sent yet a third, and him also they wounded, and cast him forth. And the lord of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son, it may be they will reverence him. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned one with another, saying, This is the heir, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. And they cast him forth out of the vineyard, and killed him. What therefore will the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? He will come and destroy these husbandmen, and will give the vineyard unto others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. But he looked upon them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected, the same was made the head of the corner. Every one that falleth on that stone shall be broken to pieces. But on whomsoever it shall fall, it will scatter him as dust. And the scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him in that very hour. And they feared the people, for they perceived that he spoke this parable against them. And they watched him and sent forth spies who feigned themselves to be righteous, that they might take hold of his speech, so as to deliver him up to the rule and to the authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Teacher... We know that thou sayest, and teachest rightly, and acceptest not the person of any, but of a truth teachest the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness, and said unto them, Show me a denarius, whose image and superscription hath it? And they said, Caesar's. And he said unto them, Then render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And they were not able to take hold of the saying before the people. And they marveled at his answer, and held their peace. And there came to him certain of the Sadducees, they that say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote unto us that if a man's brother die having a wife and he be childless, his brother should take the wife and raise up seed unto his brother. There were therefore seven brethren, and the first took a wife and died childless, and the second, and the third took her, and likewise the seven also left no children and died. Afterward the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife of them shall she be? For the seven had her to wife. And Jesus said unto them, The sons of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they that are accounted worthy to attain to that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed, In the place concerning the bush, when he calleth the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live unto him. And certain of the scribes answering said, Teacher, thou hast well said, for they durst not any more ask him any question. And he said unto them, How say they that the Christ is David's son? For David himself saith in the book of Psalms, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thine enemies the footstool of thy feet. David therefore called him Lord, and how is he his son? And in the hearing of all the people he said unto his disciples, Beware of the scribes who desire to walk in long robes and love salutations in the marketplaces and chief seats in the synagogues and chief places at feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers, these shall receive greater condemnation. End of chapter 20. Chapter 21 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 21. And he looked up and saw the rich men that were casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a certain poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said... Of a truth I say unto you, this poor widow cast in more than they all. For all these did of their superfluity cast in unto the gifts, but she of her want did cast in all the living that she had. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and offerings, he said, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in which there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, when therefore shall these things be? And what shall be the sign when these things are about to come to pass? And he said, Take heed that ye be not led astray, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand go ye not after them. And when ye shall hear of wars and tumults, be not terrified, for these things must needs come to pass first, but the end is not immediately. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be great earthquakes, and in diverse places famines and pestilences, and there shall be terrors and great signs from heaven." But before all these things, they shall lay their hands on you and shall persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors, for my name's sake. It shall turn out unto you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate beforehand how to answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to withstand or to gainsay. But ye shall be delivered up, even by parents, and brethren, and kinsfolk, and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. And not a hair of your head shall perish. In your patience ye shall win your souls. But when ye see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that her desolation is at hand. Then let them that are in Judea flee unto the mountains, And let them that are in the midst of her depart out, and let not them that are in the country enter therein. For these are days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress upon the land, and wrath unto this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led captive into all the nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in sun and moon and stars, and upon the earth distress of nations and perplexity for the roaring of the sea and the billows, men fainting for fear and for expectation of the things which are coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to come to pass, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draweth nigh. And he spake to them a parable, Behold the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, ye see it, and know of your own selves that the summer is now nigh. Even so, ye also, when ye see these things coming to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all things be accomplished. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest haply your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come on you suddenly as a snare. For so shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of all the earth. But watch ye at every season, making supplication, that ye may prevail to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. And every day he was teaching in the temple, and every night he went out, and lodged in the mouth that is called Olivet. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple to hear him. End of chapter 21 Chapter Twenty Two of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by his Chapter Twenty Two. Now, the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might put him to death, for they feared the people. And Satan entered into Judas, who was called Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went away and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might deliver him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he consented and sought opportunity to deliver him unto them in the absence of the multitude." And the day of unleavened bread came on, which the Passover must be sacrificed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make ready for us the Passover, that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we make ready? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house whereunto he goeth. And ye shall say unto the master of the house, The teacher saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished, there make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I shall not eat it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he received a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this, and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I shall not drink from henceforth of the fruit of the vine, until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and gave to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. And the cup in like manner after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, even that which is poured out for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table. For the son of man indeed goeth, as it hath been determined. But woe unto that man through whom he is betrayed. And they began to question among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there arose also a contention among them, which of them was accounted to be greatest. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles have lordship over them, and they that have authority over them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. But he that is the greater among you, let him become as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. For which is greater, he that sitteth at meat, or he that serveth? Is not he that sitteth at meat? But I am in the midst of you as he that serveth. But ye are they that have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint unto you a kingdom, even as my Father appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and ye shall sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan asked to have you, that he might sift you as wheat. But I made supplication for thee, that thy faith fail not, and do thou, when once thou hast turned again, establish thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, with thee I am ready to go both to prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day until thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And he said unto them, When I sent you forth without purse and wallet and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. Nothing. And he said unto them, But now, he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise a wallet. And he that hath none, let him sell his cloak, and buy a sword. For I say unto you, That this which is written must be fulfilled in me. And he was reckoned with transgressors. For that which concerneth me hath fulfillment. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, It is enough. And he came out and went, as his custom was, Unto the Mount of Olives. And the disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was parted from them about a stone's cast. And he kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared unto him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became, as it were, great drops of blood falling down upon the ground. And when he rose up from his prayer, he came unto the disciples, and found them sleeping for sorrow, and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray that ye enter not into temptation. While he yet spake, behold, a multitude. And he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them, And he drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? And when they that were about him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? And a certain one of them smote the servant of the high priest and struck off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye them thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. And Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and elders that were come against him, Are ye come out as against a robber with swords and staves? When I was daily with you in the temple, ye stretched not forth your hands against me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. And they seized him and led him away and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the court and had sat down together, Peter sat in the midst of them. And a certain maid, seeing him as he sat in the light of the fire and looking steadfastly upon him, said, This man also was with him. But he denied, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou also art one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after the space of about one hour, another confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how that he said unto him, before the cock crowed this day, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. And the men that held Jesus mocked him and beat him. And they blindfolded him and asked him, saying, Prophecy, who is he that struck thee? And many other things spake they against him, reviling him. And as soon as it was day, the assembly of the elders of the people was gathered together, both chief priests and scribes, and they led him away into their council, saying, If thou art the Christ, tell us. But he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe, and if I ask you, ye will not answer. But from henceforth shall the Son of Man be seated at the right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Art thou then the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And they said, What further need have we of witness? For we ourselves have heard from his own mouth. End of chapter 22. Chapter 23 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, ByHisFaith.com. Chapter 23. And the whole company of them rose up and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. And Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest. And Pilate said unto the chief priests and the multitudes, I find no fault in this man. But they were the more urgent, saying, He stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, and beginning from Galilee, even unto this place. But when Pilate heard it, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And when he knew that he was of Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him unto Herod who himself also was at Jerusalem in these days. Now, when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was of a long time desirous to see him, because he had heard concerning him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. And he questioned him in many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes stood vehemently accusing him, and Herod with his soldiers set him at naught and mocked him and arraying him in gorgeous apparel, sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before they were at enmity between themselves. And Pilate called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, and said unto them, Ye brought unto me this man as one that perverteth the people, and behold, I having examined him before you, found no fault in this man, touching those things whereof ye accuse him. No, nor yet Herod, for he sent him back unto us, and behold, nothing worthy of death hath been done by him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they cried out altogether, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, one who for a certain insurrection made in the city, and for murder was cast into prison." And Pilate spake unto them again, desiring to release Jesus. But they shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify him! And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath this man done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they were urgent with loud voices, asking that he might be crucified. And their voices prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that what they asked for should be done. And he released him that for insurrection and murder had been cast into prison, whom they asked for. But Jesus he delivered up to their will. And when they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon of Cyrene, coming from the country, and laid on him the cross to bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of the people, and of women who bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning unto them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in which they shall say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bear and the breasts that never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in the green tree, What shall be done in the dry? And there were also two others, malefactors, led with him to be put to death. And when they came unto the place which is called the skull, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And parting his garments among them, they cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, his chosen. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him, offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou art the king of the Jews, save thyself. And there was also a superscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors that were hanged, "'railed on him, saying, "'Art not thou the Christ? "'Save thyself and us!' "'But the other answered, "'and rebuking him, said, "'Dost thou not even fear God, "'seeing thou art in the same condemnation? "'And we indeed justly, "'for we receive the due reward of our deeds. "'But this man hath done nothing amiss.' "'And he said, "'Jesus, remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom.' And he said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And it was now about the sixth hour, and a darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, the sun's light failing, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. And when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the multitudes that came together to this sight, when they beheld the things that were done, returned smiting their breasts. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed with him from Galilee stood afar off seeing these things. And behold, a man named Joseph, who was a counselor a good and righteous man. He had not consented to their counsel indeed. A man of Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was looking for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and he took it down and wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb that was hewn in stone, where never man had yet lain. And it was the day of the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. And the women who had come with him out of Galilee followed after and beheld the tomb and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments. And on the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. End of chapter 23. Chapter 24 of the Gospel According to Luke, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson, by HisFaith.com, Chapter 24. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came unto the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus.' And it came to pass, while they were perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were affrighted and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered up into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again? and they remembered his words, and returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now they were Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them told these things unto the apostles. And these words appeared in their sight as idle talk, and they disbelieved them. But Peter arose and ran unto the tomb, and stooping and looking in, he seeth the linen cloths by themselves. And he departed to his home, wondering at that which was come to pass. And behold, two of them were going that very day to a village named Emmaus, which was threescore furlongs from Jerusalem. And they communed with each other of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass, while they communed and questioned together, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What communications are these that ye have one with another as ye walk? And they stood still, looking sad. And one of them, named Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Dost thou alone sojourn in Jerusalem, and not know the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, The things concerning Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we hoped that it was he who should redeem Israel, Yea, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things came to pass. Moreover, certain women of our company amazed us, having been early at the tomb. And when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, who said that he was alive. And certain of them that were with us went to the tomb, and found it even so as the women had said. But him they saw not. And he said unto them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken! Behooved it not the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning from Moses and from all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they were going. And he made as though he would go further. And they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, For it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. And he went in to abide with them. And it came to pass when he had sat down with them to meet, he took the bread and blessed, and breaking it, he gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Was not our heart burning within us while he spake to us in the way, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And they rehearsed the things that happened in the way and how he was known of them in the breaking of the bread. And as they spake these things, he himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they beheld a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are ye troubled, and wherefore do questionings arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me, and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye behold me having. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still disbelieved, for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here anything to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate before them. And he said unto them, These are my words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must needs be fulfilled, which are written in the law of Moses, and the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their mind, that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name unto all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. Ye are witnesses of these things, and behold, I send forth the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city, until ye be clothed with power from on high. And he led them out until they were over against Bethany, And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. End of chapter 24. And also the end of the Gospel according to Luke.